This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Yeah, yeah. Okay, rock. They, uh, they don't look it, but they must be very tired. I mean, this has been quite the week. We were just talking off camera for about five minutes. They thought we were doing the interview, but now we're doing the interview. Um, San Francisco, Kimmel, what else? The Troubadour? Run me through the week that you guys have had. San Fran. I don't remember. Every shot stop. It's <laughs> all such a blur. Yeah, I know. It's one long day. Yeah. We never sleep. Hours. We're not no, working so sleeping. hard, man. <laughs> well, when is that? Living uh, our dream. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's fun work, right? Yeah, it's yeah. fun work. Um, when did it start to get crazy like this? This week. <laughs> really? Was this like the first? No, seriously. Was this yeah, like the first this crazy the f- week? First little taste of it all, you know? Okay. Yeah. First U.S. show. First, first, US show. Yeah. first U.S. TV, mm-hmm. all within 48 hours. Oh, my God. First radio interview. Is this the yes. first radio <laughs> yeah. interview? First, uh, well, we did something in New York that was, yeah. yeah. No, it's, I guess not the not that first first, but right. first time at K Rock, the legendary K Rock. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow, you guys have been prepped. K Rock <laughs> loves the praise. Yeah. Uh, now, what's cool, and I want to really uh, hone in on this because I think it's important. Everybody knows your song on K Rock. We play it all day long, of course. Those eyes, but uh, New West is kind of more than a band. I don't even know if you guys would consider yourself a band as we, much as you would we, an artist collective. We don't use mm. the B word. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. There's other B words I can't say on K-Rock, so I'll just file <laughs> that under the same uh, category. Bartholomew. Um, you know, but it's funny, when I when I read that, I thought about Toronto, and Toronto, of course, like maybe to younger music fans, they think of Drake, they think of Shawn Mendes, Bieber, et cetera. But, um, you know, uh, when you think of artist collectives in Toronto, I think of like broken social scene. I don't know if you guys are. Yeah, yeah totally. Is that's yeah. an inspiration it's at all? But um, talk to me about sort of the uh, the vision and the idea behind the artist collective of New West. Who wants this one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, more of a collective than a band. Um, just in the way it was like it came to be, right? It's not like um, jamming in a garage, like, oh, here's a bass player, here's a drummer, here's a singer, here's a guitar player. Okay, now we're a band. It's like everyone are kind of have their own artistry to themselves. You know, there's like you know, more vaguely defined roles for for lack of a better term. But like in the studio, if anyone has an idea, you know, we'll just kind of record it, uh, put down parts kind of freely. It's not like you know so stringently like uh, a traditional band in the sense where it's like oh the bass player of this band because you know uh, Ben Valley they switch around instruments all the time on stage um, and you know we're kind of constantly switching what who's doing what and how it sounds and you know the inspiration kind of come from anywhere that way rather than like you know a more traditional kind of just like all right here's the kind of 
the lineup and it's just the same instrument, same same jig every time. Right. Well, I mean, um, I mean, it's beautiful the the end product, right? That's what we hear. But in terms of the creative process, how do you balance that, right? When you have, I mean, I'd imagine you know different artists with different artistic visions. Of course, you sort of like coalesce, if you will, in New West, what we get. But how does that creative process look for you guys? There's no balance. It's a constant, constant flux of chaos. A lot of voice notes. Yeah, a lot of voice, <laughs> a lot of fights and arguments. <laughs> yeah, pulling hairs out and such. Yeah. Is there a voting process of sorts? I mean, not that it sounds square. Yeah, but, well, I mean, whatever the best thing is, if we all, if there, if there's an idea and the four of us say, like, that's the one, then it's probably the one, you know? What I mean? Right. How did it go with you those eyes? Tell. You can usually tell, yeah. Those eyes was like, uh, that was an anomaly, like, honestly. And it was like the first thing that we ever did, which is crazy to think about. Uh, the more that I think about it, but um, that one just literally just like it fell onto us yeah. in a sense, yeah. you know. We locked ourselves in a in a cabin in the in the wilderness of Canada, and uh, that was like the first thing that came out. First song we wrote together. First song Ever. we wrote. Ever. Yeah. So does that inform your creative process going forward? I mean, not to ter- sort of chase the hit, right? Like the cliche goes, but. Was there something earnest about that first attempt that uh, maybe you, you try to tap into? I mean, you were just saying, you know, you're here in L.A. for a couple of days and it's really just for business. You're going right back home to your yeah. home of Toronto, which I think is so smart for bands to do or, you know, collectives mm-hmm. to do. Um, did you learn anything from the creative process of that record now seeing the response? Like there's there's a there's definitely a method, but it's not like it's just like the way we like bounce off instruments. Yeah, like, there's no there's no like strict thing. We kinda like chase inspiration yeah. where it kinda where, did inform though how every song kinda came to be though in the sense that like for example the chord progression initially started as like a chord progression in four which is not the the time signature that the song ended up in. Cal came in with words that were in three so then I was like, oh, well, what if we took the chords and, and put that into three? And then, like, those, because the chords of the initial voice note that Ben had been jamming on were in four. And it's like, you know, that kind of like influx of ideas and like having them find homes. You know, sometimes Cal can sing, sit at a piano and, like, okay, this is like a piano vocal song. But then sometimes those lyrics or that melody can kind of take a journey between all the guys as they come up with new interesting ideas. We'll try this over this. And sometimes, songs can kind of come to be that way yeah um not every time but you know that was kind of the first time where that did like kind of happen it's like oh you know that's like one way to make music that's not it's less traditional you know than like adding parts it's almost like kind of putting spins on it if it's not immediately like ever like Kyle said if everyone's like yeah then like that's kind of the idea but if it's like yeah it's cool but like you know then sometimes there's like more life into it and the inspiration for what brings it to life can kind of come later and from anywhere yeah um and like that song was a good example of it because like Kyle just said it was um it was started at the cottage but like it did take a while to eventually get completed Mm -hmm. um but the initial essence of it kind of came from that and then it kind of took a couple twists and turns and i think like a lot of the songs um do that which is what kind of does separate it from a traditional band thing which is kind of cool yeah um, you know, the pandemic, of course, was really hard on a lot of artists, and it's largely thought of as you know a, a negative thing in the artistic space. But from reading about you guys, it almost you guys bonded because, I guess, of the proximity. Would you say that's fair to say? Yeah, well, yeah. we lived together. <laughs> yeah, we, we set up a studio in our kitchen slash yeah. living room, recorded an EP yeah. that ended up being our first Canadian song on Canadian radio mm-hmm. that charted. Was kind of came from that. Like it was kind of a pretty good developmental stage of our. Uh, kind of story. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. I learned that I hate roommates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just never want to live with them again. But <laughs> um, you guys have mentioned inspiration a couple of times uh, in the chat, and uh, I've also read that you guys are just always on this endless search for it, right? As maybe we all are, right? Um, have you ever found it like in unorthodox places? You know, that maybe the the, the K Rock listener that mm-hmm. loves your music that might think you write music from a certain place. Always, always on the toilet. Always, always on the toilet. Yeah. Are those like is that is toilet thoughts? Is that the new shower? Yeah, thoughts? yeah. It's just it's just like you we're in search of like you know the most inspiring can. That's what it is. Yeah. you travel the well, world. Well, you're in search of relief, right? Yeah, relief, <laughs> release, oh, all of the all Randy Marsh's Lord. Uh, story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but you know what's funny about that though is we actually do a lot of uh, the recording at um, residential studios. Yeah. Cal made a good point. We we're talking about there like whenever, and it was like the first like week here. At a new city or whatever recording so the residential studios you live at the studio basically mm. right so you can kind of like pop in like way more freely it's not like you take like a 45 minute uber to the to the studio and anyways the first week we tend to like there tends to be like a, a wave of kind of new material mm. and then we kind of dial in from there kind of thing um so like the i mean that maybe goes back to your point of searching for the most inspired camp, but it's like the new cities, yeah. the new spaces, honestly. The new bathrooms. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, where we're, that's where we're going with that. Yeah. No, yeah, but honestly, it's, it's, it tends to, like a change of scene, scenery, tends to, you know, Kyle just be kind of jamming away or whatever. The guys will be like hanging out after we're done working on a song we already had, and it's like all of a sudden there's a new song. Yeah. When, whenever we get in those situations, for whatever reason, versus like you know your third week into a session or when we're working in Toronto for example right mm-hmm. I've heard uh, different like music writers describe your sound as nostalgic and I'm always struck mm-hmm. by that when you're not like sort of a, a period piece band or you know a Greta Van Fleet or you know what I mean who mm-hmm. obviously very inspired by a certain time period where do you think that nostalgic takeaway comes from like because it's really an essence right it's not mm-hmm. you're not it's not a, you're not dating back to anything mm-hmm. sure maybe like what we're inspired by Kind of uh, what we're inspired by, I guess. Our inspirations carry the same feeling, I guess. You know, like bands from the '90s, and I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's like a, a feeling, right? You're right. It's an essence. So the essence is like kind of like the key kind of nuance, I think, because it's like if you go, you know, if the guys have an idea, you know, looking at it from a sonic perspective, if the guys have an idea that's like lyrically very classic, then from like a production end, you know, kind of making it feel a little more contemporary or using sounds that would be less classic to kind of like not go all the way there or maybe make it something new or, or more interesting or contrast. different. Mm. The contrast, yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the paradoxical things. And then on the flip side of that is if there's a very contemporary lyric that we like, then maybe that's the time to dig into the more mm. kind of nostalgic or classic kind of sonic palette. And then that way you come up with something that's, you know, new yeah. in itself. Mm. Balanced. 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 There's always that moment, though, when, like, there's, like, the eureka moment whenever, like, we land on something special, where it's just, like, it feels nostalgic already, even though it's happening right before our eyes, which is always an interesting, very interesting thing. It's probably a good indicator, right? Very good indicator, yeah. Feels familiar, but you've never heard it before? Exactly. I just want to live in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Now, would you think of, again, just thinking about, you know, the people that love this this song of yours on K-Rock and looking to learn more about New West, would you describe it almost like, is it the Megatron, to use a poor analogy? Like, could you see each of yourselves individually releasing music and, and as an artist project? 
that's the kind of the beauty about what we're doing is that like we've four very distinct you know artists that like have different tastes but we all come together with this love of the same kind of like music and and storytelling and whatnot i i mean you know lee and i i mean lee writes country music all the time <laughs> he's, he's got a whole roster of like uh yeah, of that stuff going right on. Now, so. <laughs> isn't this your girlfriend's head no, okay. <laughs> Lee mac is one of our biggest influences so. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i can see that happen nothing's impossible so with everybody's like eclectic taste i'm just so curious the the sonics of those eyes whose is whose taste is further from what we've heard so far like, furthest? Yeah. Who would you who who would like whose individual music would sound the most different from what we know to be those eyes in New West? Oh well if you oh, heard me sing, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're the, you're the one like, non-singer, yeah. right? That's what yeah. I was told. Dude, you should, like you need to get this guy rapping. No, but I feel like the thing that all, I, we all have in common is like an eclectic taste, honestly. Um it's like this maybe be a cop out answer, but it's like I could like these guys could make any music, right? It's kind of unified by the the sound um, it's a little like, bit of a cop out answer yeah I don't know uh, I mean you guys could you guys could say it's like what's it's like figuring out what you sound like as an artist is almost the hardest part you yeah, know? yeah. Um, and you know I feel like there's like a, there's, that's like a pretty loaded thing but maybe maybe these guys are just like no nah, I want to drop an electronic I don't know <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know if the uh, like if this is the dumb Americans' perspective, but I've always regarded Toronto as an incredibly eclectic city. I mean, I think there's even stats to back it up in terms of the mm-hmm. per capita whatnot. Um, is that almost is Toronto? Would you say your home? Is that almost a character to like the fabric of of New West? Yeah, so. yeah, we definitely call it home. I think there's still it's still still such a young city in terms of like the culture, right? So I think there's still a lot of room to grow, and and I we hope that you know we we become a part of that history, right? I feel like musically, like the fabric of New West stems more from like UK acts mm. from like you know '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I mean obviously the Beatles and the Stones and all that, but uh, right. specifically that time period, we uh, we uh, really take inspiration from. Yeah. Well, I do think that, like it's sort of like an under talked about badass element to you guys is just how nuclear this song has gone on TikTok. <laughs> and it's like you you know, you didn't do anything cringe, you didn't do a dance, you know what I mean? And it's like you have this whole industry chasing Wait, you the number. Seen my TikTok dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I want a toilet yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a toilet dance. Whopping the washer. First ever. Yeah. Um, but no, it is it is pretty cool and it's it's you know, for music lovers, I think it's great to see where just the strength of a song and the beauty of a song can can put up numbers like that. You don't have to do something you know, out of character. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta ask you guys though, as Toronto guys, what do you think about the whole AI Drake and Weekend song? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's creepy, it's, man. It's, it's really freaky because like the AI New S is right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. putting us out of business. But you know what? Makes the job easier. You, know? <laughs> you think it would? But in all seriousness, because I find it kind of fascinating because it almost reminds me of like when downloading came out and everyone thought that was gonna like kill it's music. The modern day Napster. Napster. Well, right. Yeah. right. I guess you know. I thought that was like a pioneering <laughs> point of view. I guess yeah. I'm saying that. Yeah. But um. Um, uh, you know, Grimes came out and was like, dude, use my voice. Let's split the royalties 50 50. Like, how do you guys feel about that as artists seeing the rise of it? You're not, you can't you win. You don't write any songs anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Sit back and collect exactly, checks. Exactly. <laughs> if you can't find them, if you can't beat him, join him. And you're not going to beat the AI. Come on, man. They're yeah. coming in we, hot. we can't afford a Drake feature either, so like, this, makes it, this <laughs> yeah. makes it possible. But AI him. Drake, yeah. right? But AI you Drake. Get him on the AI wall. Drake. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be... Exactly. Um, yeah. So what is next for you guys? 
Shake Shack. Shake New York. Yeah, New Coming York. up in about a week. The Bowery Very Bowl. Cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, you ever been there before? N- never. No. The upstairs is like real crickety. So if you've got any friends like going to the show, like it oh. feels like, like it's, I mean, God forbid, <laughs> but every time out. I'm up there, I'm like, this is going to collapse, dude. But it's a beautiful venue. It's really intimate. It'll be really cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah we got an album on the way. And we have an album on the way. We're working on an album. That'd be good to mention on the K Rock interview, right? Um, how done is the uh, the album? Uh, pretty done, honestly. <laughs> there is it's an good. album. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, mixing, kind of digging into the mixes right now. Mm. You know, leaving room to still be flexible, but you know, we're trying to have it in and done because we have like a great collection of music, and it's time yeah. to just like you know seal it up and and get a more complete kind of picture out there because I feel like this album is more I feel like when we were putting out singles we were pushing the boundaries of what we liked and could do Um, so in doing that there's like an inherent lack of cohesion and this is going to be like the first like it's our first album so it's like the first actually cohesive body of work where it's like you know Everything it is meant to kind of live together, yeah. Um, rather than collections of singles, I guess the first EP was the closest thing we've done to that, but um, and the second one actually. But you know, most by and large, we've just been putting out singles, and uh, yeah, it's it's exciting to release like a body of work that is a body of work. It's not right. a collection mm-hmm. of singles that we'd been you know writing and experimenting with different sonics and sounds and all that. It's more of like okay, here's here is an album, and uh, top to bottom, it's like is very us. Have you guys gotten the pressure yet of like give us another those eyes? No, no, we have nine more of those eyes coming. (laughs) All of the speeds, that nose, that chin. (laughs) The album we can go all the way. Now that's what I call anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, thanks so much. I know it's a busy week as you were telling us, so thanks so much for stopping by. K Rock, to you, our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank you for supporting the record. It means the world, honestly. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 